Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1576. Should I be worried if he hasn't said I love you? Part 2, by Melissa Josu of melissathelovecoach.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino. Great to have you here today as we look to pick up where we left off and resume the article we began reading from yesterday. It was a longer one split into two parts. Be sure to check out yesterday's if you haven't, because if you don't, today's will make very little sense. Plus, it is packed with great takeaways, of course, just like today's part two will be. So with that, let's hop back in and hear the rest from Melissa as we optimize your life. Should I be worried if he hasn't said I love you? Part 2, by Melissa Josu of melissathelovecoach.com. If you don't know if he loves you, here are some approaches to find out. Number 1. Observe. Actions carry more weight than words. You don't want to be in a situation where he says he loves you, but his actions don't match his words. At the same time, would you want to marry someone who never said I love you verbally or through writing it, even though he's a loving person in other ways? Ultimately, that's up to you and how you want to be loved. Number two, ask. You can inspire him to share his feelings by simply asking him. There's a way to do this that will maximize your effort to connect with him and get him to open up. And that is to first create a safe space for him to open up. A space free of judgment, pressure, or expectation. So approach this with the intention to simply hear him and connect, not to get him to say a particular thing. So. You could say something like, I love being with you, or say some other thing that you love about him that you genuinely feel in your heart. I love how caring and attentive you are, but sometimes I feel confused. Sometimes I feel like I don't know how you really feel about us. I don't want to feel confused. I want to feel certain. I want a relationship where I know my man loves me. What do you think about this? What's important about this approach is that you're talking about you and what you want not about him. You're not making him wrong for what he's doing or not doing. You're not telling him that he's not doing this or that. You're simply talking about your experience, what you want, and asking him what he thinks about it. Number three, you say, I love you first. Why not take the lead and share your feelings first? It might inspire him to share his. However, if you do say, I love you first, it's important that you do so One, when the timing feels right to you. Two, out of genuine love, like you really feel this way. And three, without expectation. The worst case scenario is that he doesn't reciprocate your feelings. But either way, your sharing and your honesty increases your confidence because you're not holding in your feelings, and you'll get valuable information from what transpires after you say it. The bottom line is, you get to decide how you want to be loved. But I also add that two years is a long time to be dating someone. And if they haven't yet figured out how they feel about you after that amount of time, that would be a flag for me. Ultimately, what's important is that you feel loved in this relationship. How to let your ex down when he wants to reconcile. Also, you mentioned that your ex wants to reconcile. 
Not knowing the details of your separation and how you and your kids are handling it, my general recommendation is that since you are both separated, I highly recommend waiting until your divorce is final and until your kids have really moved on emotionally from the separation and divorce before introducing a boyfriend. And that involves assuring and preparing your kids for both transitions, the divorce and introducing a new person into their lives. If you haven't already, I recommend checking in with your kids and having a real heart-to-heart with them about how they feel about the separation so that you can get a sense of where they're at emotionally with it and address any concerns that they might bring up or provide necessary assurance. Even if your new relationship is going well, introducing your kids to a new love too soon might complicate or delay their process of healing from the divorce, which consequently would make them less receptive to a new person in their life. I bring this up because it sounds like your ex is not over you, and if he has hopes of your reconciling, your children might too. So ideally, I would first tell your ex about the fact that you're dating before you tell your kids. And how you approach this might depend on your relationship with your ex, whether it's open and friendly or less so. But in any case, I would approach this with the attitude that you're informing him of your intentions, and it's not open for debate or discussion, and you're not asking for his permission. You are informing him. But there's still a way to warmly and kindly inform that you've moved on, that you're dating and that you're not looking to reconcile. There's no easy way to do it if he's still in love with you. It's going to be painful either way, because he still has feelings for you. But you're both parents, you're both grown-ups, so you're both highly capable of doing difficult things and surviving them. So to let him down gently, I would approach this by simply being warm, but also being transparent and direct. You could start by telling him that you really appreciate him as a father to your children, or whatever nice thing you want to say that's genuinely true, but that you've moved on and you're now dating. You don't have to explain yourself or go into detail. You're divorced from him. Your love life is not up for debate or discussion. Your love life is not his business at the end of the day. You've been separated for four years. I wanted you to hear it from me and not the kids. I'm dating now, and the guy I'm seeing will meet the kids. Something like that. The bottom line is this. If there is some unfinished business or unresolved issues, it's best to resolve them before moving on to deeper levels of involvement in a new relationship, because unfinished business can interfere with the success of your new relationship. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Should I Be Worried If He Hasn't Said I Love You? by Melissa Josu of melissathelovecoach.com. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And thanks so much to Melissa once again as we wrap up this post. A lot of terrific insight, needless to say, in both parts one and two. And I would like to bring it back to her second bullet point from today's excerpt, uh, where she talks about creating a safe space for her asker's boyfriend to open up. So if you go back, you'll notice that in the example that she provides, she uses nothing but I statements. And these have been brought up a bit more recently here on the show. Uh, And for good reason. When referring to how we feel or how we've interpreted things, it's both disarming yet assertive. 
We're speaking our needs and expressing what we need to, yet it's not being done in an accusatory way, a way that makes our partner feel belittled uh, or as though we aren't taking any accountability. The, the very subtle shift in language keeps us on the same team, and it reiterates to our partners or anyone uh, in this relationship that we want to be able to speak freely, respectfully, patiently, and work together on things first and foremost. Hugely important reminder anytime we're entering into a difficult conversation uh, that could otherwise stand to make someone feel attacked. And with that, we're going to call it for today, everyone. Um, well, sort of. We, we've reached the end of this episode, but on Sundays, we do have our weekly bonus episodes up and running. So be sure to check that one out if you want more ORD. It is live now and full of great content as well. So thanks for listening here, and I hope to see you in our other episode too. That's where your optimal life awaits.